What's the Torah's secret of success and prosperity? Welcome to the Transformative Duff. My name is Rabbi Daniel Friedman. Today we are on page 7 of Tractate Nadarim, and we learn the blessing and praising God draws down further blessing into your life. Welcome to the Transformative Duff, and thank you for being my Chavrissa today. I like to begin with a story. All the men who were seeking to kill you are dead, declared the Almighty. Dead? Moses asked, surprised. It is as if they are dead, for they are impoverished, God replied. Moses thought back to the two men who had reported him, the infamous Datan and Aviram. Here he was trying to help when the Egyptian was mercilessly beating a Hebrew. He had uttered the divine name, and in an instant the Egyptian was no more. And yet those Hebrew slaves made him out to be the bad one. It wouldn't be easy to return to Egypt, but when God commands, you go. Let's look at today's Gemara. Rav Hanin quoted Rav, One who hears mention of the name of God in vain by another individual must ostracize him for doing so. And if he did not ostracize him, he himself shall be ostracized, as wherever mention of God's name in vain is found, poverty may also be found. And poverty is so harsh that it is considered like death, as it is stated, for all the men are dead. Says the Ran, the Torah declares, Any place that my name is mentioned, I shall come to you and bless you. Since positive mention of God's name brings blessing and wealth, vain mention leads to poverty. Let's analyze the Gemara. The prohibition against using God's name in vain states, You shall not bear the name of Hashem your God in vain. From the fact that the Torah does not say you shall not swear, the Ramban derives that any vain mention of God's name is forbidden, even if not in oath form. Rabbi Yoshiahu Pinto explains that when Datan and Aviram accused Moses, they repeated God's name that they had heard him say. They were therefore guilty of uttering God's name in vain and were later punished with poverty. Why is poverty the punishment for taking God's name in vain? The Maharal explains that an individual who thoughtlessly tosses around God's name demonstrates that he is not humble before heaven. Therefore, the cure is poverty which brings about humility. He further writes that despite the fact that everything really belongs to God, he creates an imaginary bifurcation, referred to in Tehillim as the heavens of the heavens for God and the earth he has given to the sons of man. That bifurcation provides human beings with the right to enjoy this material physical world. However, if an individual nonchalantly uses God's name, it's almost as if he believes that God is his buddy. If that's the case, then this person hasn't submitted to God's bifurcated system and he's demonstrating that he is not interested in the wealth of this world. He obviously feels that he is above the material life and so he becomes impoverished. The good news in all this is the Ran's teaching. How do we know that invoking God's name in vain leads to poverty? It is inferred from the verse that states, Any place my name is mentioned, I shall come to you and bless you. If mentioning God's name the right way leads to blessing, then mentioning his name in vain must lead to the opposite of blessing. But let's take a moment to focus on the blessing side of the coin. On the verse, and they shall take an offering for me, Rashi comments, for my name. The Divrayoel explains that the reason for investing the offering with God's name is that one thereby draws down divine material blessings into his life. That's why the verse doesn't say, give me an offering, but they shall take. When we invest the offering with God's name, we end up receiving more than we give. But like the Ramban points out, the issue of mentioning God's name is not only relevant in a ritual or ceremonial environment, 
anytime we bear God's name, we have the ability to invite God's blessing or reject it. All too often, we have the attitude that my strength and the power of my hand made me who I am. But when you think that way, the divine energy that truly caused your success, so to speak, says it was all in vain. And so one causes a profaning of God's name and you risk losing it all. The more you recognize the hand of God in your life and say, Baruch Hashem, blessed is God, the more blessing you draw down into your life. Once, during a period of famine in the Promised Land, Isaac and Rebekah packed up their belongings and headed south to Gerar, the land of the Philistines. After an initial misunderstanding with the local king, Abimelech, Isaac began to invest and conduct business in his new country. The Torah teaches that he sowed the land and God blessed him. He received a hundredfold return, subsequently becoming greater and wealthier, gaining a multitude of flocks and herds and abundant prosperity. The Philistines couldn't figure out the secret to his success and they chased him out of their land. Eventually, they decided to make peace with him, declaring, You are now Baruch Hashem, the blessed of God. Finally, they recognized that Isaac's secret formula was to say, Baruch Hashem, blessed is God for all his prosperity. That recognition of heaven's bounty opened the door to his continued success. The more he acknowledged God's blessing, the more successful he became. The words for acknowledgement and thanks in Hebrew are the same. Just like a parent is stirred to shower a grateful child with gifts and to withhold his hand from an ungrateful child, our Father in heaven pours out his heavenly storehouse when we acknowledge his providence and bounty in our lives. May you always open your eyes to the incredible blessings that the Almighty has showered upon your life as he continues to bestow even greater abundance and prosperity upon you, wishing you a transformative day. Thank you for tuning into the Transformative Duff Podcast with Rabbi Daniel Friedman. Whether you've been doing Duff Yomi for years or you're not quite ready to commit but want to be part of the Duff Yomi global movement, there's something in the Transformative Duff for everyone. It's about joining the conversation. It's about talking over the Duff with your family, your friends, your colleagues. It means never being short of a discussion starter or a meaningful Dvar Torah. Every page of the Gemara, every word, every letter contains the secrets of the universe to achieving a life of simcha and purpose. Transform your life today. The Transformative Daf is published by Mosaica Press and available at all good Jewish bookstores and online from mosaicapress.com. Thank you, The Transformative Daf.